0: Blink, blink, ding, bling. <MEDI �sey> <Fourthotik> ding 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 bottom- string, ding youth, Alleलers, ding 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 Ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding. 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 ding 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 <laughs> and <laughs> done. <laughs> Hi, Jackie. Hey, Amy.
1: Ow. <laughs> Bumped my elbow. Oh, oh, welcome to HoYa <laughs> oh, yeah Podcast. Welcome. Hi, Amy. Hi, everyone.
0: Hi, you? everyone. I'm sure you all remember that song. It's called Peaches by mm-hmm. the Presidents of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. So that's a classic and i like that hank knows that song i know i was impressed by that oh, No, i was like oh this is a little bit rocking for hank i like that i know i wonder if it's
1: uh a remake or something by some <laughs> old folksy
0: <laughs> hank hank williams jr remade yeah it. <laughs> anywho hey, well oh sorry no go ahead anywho no that's all i was gonna say i was just gonna be like let's Let's get it popping. I don't know. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. Sorry, I've
1: only been drinking LaCroix. i on a LaCroix kick. No. I never liked it. And then Will bought a bunch. Uh, we moved this weekend and he's like, we need water. And I was like, would this even hydrate us? <laughs> and <laughs> I haven't been water. able to stop. <laughs> but is it like, is it hydrating? I can't imagine drinking, like running a marathon and then chugging a lacroix
0: <laughs> and you would immediately puke from all the insane it's it's got like the hardest bubbles. Yes. It's like bubbles made of I don't know, nails. Well, that's
1: I think that's part of the appeal for me because I can't stop drinking it. I love how gassy I am.
0: <laughs> I I just you know, I feel like there's some there must be something wrong with me because I've tried all of the LaCroix. They're like, Well, try this flavor and this flavor and oh, you might like this one. And everyone's like, Don't drink the coconut, that one's gross. And <laughs> I'm like, Well, all of them are disgusting. What are you talking about? I don't understand. I've never been a fan of seltzer water. I don't mind a little
1: bit of the orange Lacroix mm-hmm. in a glass of white
0: wine. Right, like a spritzer I could do. A spritzer. Mm-hmm. Like, an, as an enhancement to an alcoholic beverage, but not on its own, because then I'm just yeah. pissed off that there's no <laughs> alcohol in it. Like, it hurts like it's supposed to have alcohol in it. <laughs> it does hurt. <laughs> well, anyway, how's your week been? You know, it's been a week. Uh, it's been fine. I can't, I, I can't really remember anything that's happened. Yeah. Did, <laughs> did you do anything special for Father's Day? I did not. I didn't go down to see my dad because it was really stormy there and I feel bad about it now, but it was it's a long drive and it was really bad weather, so I couldn't risk it. But um, no, didn't do anything okay. special. This is,
1: this is the best year to not do something because on top of everything, bad weather and all that, you have a pandemic as an excuse, which is a great
0: excuse. Right. Be like, for Father's Day, I gave you a deadly virus. <laughs> sorry dad <laughs> yeah sorry my card is think. five days late yeah. It's a pain, oh yeah I know. I know i haven't even sent out the present i have for him <laughs> and, and it's monday the day after father's day <laughs> shit i totally forgot thanks for reminding me <laughs> you got it
1: <laughs> well happy father's day to all the fathers out
0: there yeah all you dads and daddies alike
1: happy yeah father's all you day. dads,
0: especially and zaddies and zaddies those are my favorite mm, yeah well good I'm glad you had a how
1: that about you but fine just uh, moving mm-hmm. finally after um, what is it after seven years I finally live somewhere with central AC
0: oh my god seven years yeah wow it sucked yeah <laughs> It really does. I hope you crank that shit. Like you're in a hotel room and you just put it on the lowest setting possible and freeze. I'm scared. I, 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 I should.
1: <laughs> I find myself getting anxious when I touch the thermometer. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Just
0: adjust the temperature. You but- know what I think is wrong? Not really wrong, but what, what's happening is if you haven't had central AC in seven years, then was the last time that you had it was when we lived together? uh well i i there was a brief period where
1: i was staying at my mom's house after that Mm -hmm. but i guess the last place i i actually rented yeah yeah
0: Yeah. because our electric bill was Mm. guaranteed six hundred dollars every month so you might be right yeah maybe you're like oh my god i'm going to go into debt (laughs) if i put this down under 78 this house This is the same one that had that
1: raccoon attic blood orgy (laughs) where we thought one of our cats got eaten or sacrificed. Mm -hmm. This is this house in the summer, we would put quilts over every window, keep all the lights off. It was just the most depressing dark darkest house. And we would keep our AC at what, like eighty-two or eighty-three, and we would have electric bills of seven hundred
0: dollars. Uh, it, and it was, and none of us were working jobs where we could even consider, first of all, even if you're a millionaire, that's an obscene amount of money to be paying on electric. But what, we were broke as hell all the time. I know I was. So I was always like, oh, yeah. oh, I can't afford this. Every time we got an
1: electric bill, we would gather around in a little cluster <laughs> and open it. One of us would open it while the other two stood behind, just so nervous. And if it was under 300, we were just like, yeah! <laughs> High-fiving. <laughs> there was... We tried calling someone. We're like, the landlord, the electric company, we're just like, something's wrong. And of course, no one gave a shit. So there oh, was just I, well, like,
0: right. yeah. fine. We had it, somebody come by. We're like, there has to be something wrong with our, I don't know, AC unit. We didn't know what the fuck we were talking about. And... <laughs> They just came in, they're like, Well, the house is a piece of shit. So there's no <laughs> there's no insulation. Mm-hmm. There's you know, cracks in all of your doors and windows. Like air is getting out constantly. True. And the back door not only did it not lock,
1: it didn't even fully shut. There was always a crack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a gamble if we would wake up the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> that was also the the same house that my by- toilet uh the exploded my toilet exploded right in my
1: face (laughs) that's true Amy, I just heard screaming one night and I was like what is Amy doing to herself and then you came running out covered in water and you're like my toilet blew up and I was like what could that mean and I sure enough I went in there and it was just water shooting out of a hole in the ground (laughs) Yeah.
0: so it's that little knob that you turn to like turn the water tank off whatever because I was like oh there's water on my floor what what in heaven's name so I went to like just barely touch it to turn it off and it ripped clean out of the wall and (laughs) just gallons of water shot out at my face and we they were like using brooms to sweep the water from the kitchen into the garage we had to have an emergency plumber come by he said galvanized nipple at least a hundred (laughs) times at least. It was <laughs> uncomfortable in many ways. I think the fire department came
1: and no one could find the water source, the yeah, water the- main.
0: Yeah, it was like across the road in the neighbor's yard because this house was just a disaster. Yep. It was made by a madman. <laughs> and
1: I don't know if I ever told you this, but we almost died. When I when I, there was one time I went back and peeped into your bathroom just to see how bad things were getting, and there were like several inches of water on the ground, and you had a little bath mat that was floating on top of the water, and on top of that was your hair dryer plugged into the wall, oh! <laughs> and I just unplugged it really fast and threw it in the water and ran away. Oh my God, you're so brave. I would have been like, we're all going to die. Everybody get out of the house. <laughs> My instinct was to run away, but I was like, somebody's going to (laughs) die.
0: And it almost was you. You were the one who was brave enough. Yeah. All right, anyway. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) It's never So I have AC now, and it's great. Anyway. That's That's, That is what we were talking about. Holy shit. Okay. Anyway, everyone, we're going to get into shout-outs. Okie dokie. All right. So we have some shout-outs, and... both of them
1: are from iTunes. Yay, thank you. Thank you for everyone who has gone on and reviewed and rated. Everyone just says such nice things. So really appreciate it. Yes. All of the feedback, all of it. Thank you. Um, So there is one from Tim Burke. <laughs> it's Tim Burke with an exclamation point. And the subject says tip top. And the body says. I love this podcast. I was introduced to it at a Christmas party, and I've been listening since December. Like any good podcast, the more you listen, the more you wind up learning about the hosts specifically, and Amy and Jackie are a dang delight. They're insightful and vocal about their personal beliefs, and I'm here for it. This show is good and honestly keeps getting better. The more they do it, I love it. Thank you.
0: Tim Tim Burke! (laughs) Thank you, Tim Burke. And thank you to your friend that shared it. Oh yeah, I know. I wonder who was that? Uh, who was that? Wait, that's a statement. That's a sentence. It's, who that was? You said it. Who that mm-hmm. was. That's the right one. <laughs> I it's wonder okay. who that was. <laughs> we all know we all knew what you meant. <laughs> Everybody's figured it out. I I mess words up all the time. It's just who I am. All right. So, uh yes, so the next one is also from from oh, hold on. From iTunes, not Spotify. I almost said Spotify and you're going to see why in just a moment. And it is from Spotify, yay! That's the name that they picked. And it says, so fun. It's the title. And then it says, I've been kind of binge-watching King of the Hill ever since it was put on Hulu. A coworker pal of mine told me about this podcast, and I was pretty hooked right away. I listen on Spotify, however, I can't leave a review on there, so here I am on iTunes to leave one. These ladies are super fun and super funny, and if you're a fan of King of the Hill and enjoy podcasts, give it a listen. Thank you so much for taking the time to get on iTunes and review us even though you use Spotify. That's really amazing. And also, That's again- the
1: biggest th- hassle in the world.
0: It is. And thank you to your coworker as well for spreading, spreading the word. Thank you so much, yeah. everyone. The theme of this episode is tell a friend. Tell a friend. Spread the love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. Much appreciated. Shoutouts wouldn't be shout-outs with our very
1: extra special favorite children, the Patrons mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: on our Patreon. And we have two new Patrons this week. A very special shout-out to you,
0: steve <laughs> Or Stevie. <laughs> and a very special shout-out to Matman06. And uh yeah. Matt Man, their profile picture is the picture of Hank when he gets his like his nose gets broken and then he gets it fixed. And he's looking in the mirror like, who is that sexy stud? He's got like an eyebrow raise and he's ready to like he's ready to plow. And I love it when Hank is like a little bit sexy. It's so fun. <laughs> it's a very sexy picture, Matt mm-hmm. Man. Match but Stevie
1: is cute. Two Stevie is a little cartoon fox.
0: So foxy. Stevie's Cute. so foxy. Prish. All right. Prish. With that done, let's get into the episode. Episode! Amy, what episode are we listening to today? We are listening to Next of Shin. Next of Shin. Mm. And it is season three episode five air date November third nineteen ninety eight we're just plugging through ninety eight we're we're almost we're almost out of this this baby. I know we're almost to ninety nine when we get to the millennium we have to do something special oh yeah, absolutely we've done the we did the millennium episode, i think for a live episode, but that was so long ago. <laughs> So we'll have to do it again. Maybe we
1: should review the album by Will Smith, Willennium. Song by song.
0: Song by song. I'm into it. All right, great. Peggy fails her 12th home pregnancy test, prompting her to mention a fertility specialist to Hank. At first, Hank protests as he would rather not be nude in front of a doctor. But Peggy informs him, that the entire procedure can take place using an MRI machine. And she finds this out by talking to Nancy about, you know, oh, Hank won't, you know, he won't go to fertility specialists. He doesn't want to be naked. And Nancy's just like, oh, Shug, come on. It's the same thing as a Doppler radar. They just put you underneath. (laughs) They look for the hurricane in your pants. (laughs) (laughs) The eye of the storm. That's the butthole. That's the bee. (laughs) The brown eye of the storm. (laughs) Later at the fertility specialist, the doctor tells Hank and Peggy, "You know, there's a you know we we need to figure out what your sperm count is." Uh, He says it to (laughs) Peggy. He does not say it to Peggy. He says it to he says it to Hank. And poor Hank is just uh, horrified when he finds out how he has to give a sample of sperm. He has to jay off. In a public bathroom. I don't
1: understand that though. I mean. They've been through this before. Didn't he have to. I mean. How did they figure out. He had a narrow urethra. Uh, urethra, Didn't they. I assume he had to do this before. Either, how was he surprised?
0: Uh, well. Well. Right. I wonder. I wonder if. You know. he's He's had it his entire life. The narrow urethra. So he was probably just like. You know. He probably told them. Or I would guarantee. Peggy told them. You know. and was just like he's got a narrow urethra does that have anything to do with it and they were like oh yeah well definitely so I don't know but you know Hank as we saw in the last episode he was way more you know uptight about everything back then so maybe even if they suggested that he would have been like absolutely not
1: (laughs) yeah maybe he just blocked it out right
0: yeah later on the test results come back and it turns out that Hank has a very, very low sperm count. Uh And it's just, oh, it's such a, it, you know, he's all excited because they're like, well, your sperm count comes back and it's eight million. He's like, hey, like puts his arm up and puts it around Peggy. He's like, but they had took a long time having to count all those suckers. Oh. And the doctor's like, well, the typical male has a sperm count of a hundred million. So, <laughs> and it's like, ooh, ow, that's a blow. So. I know.
1: So he has a narrow urethra and just a teensy toony toonsy little amount I don't spermies. Aw. Double How blow. Is Bobby alive it doesn't it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well <laughs> miracle baby
0: mm-hmm. or Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that. I know. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the you know, the doctor gives them some advice and you know, uh heat. I guess, kills sperm. So he re- recommends some techniques for Hank to lower his body temperature. And Hank follows through with this advice. We see a vast improvement in Hank, you know, over the years. He's literally sitting in his boxers at his desk at work. I mean, that's, that's amazing. He wears shorts in front of the guys. They're all uncomfortable and upset because they would have also have liked to worn shorts if it was allowed, mm-hmm. as, as Hank has now <laughs> shown that it is.
1: <laughs> I, like, I like that scene of him at work, too, because he is sitting at his desk. His legs are spread. He has two fans blowing on his crotch, and he mm-hmm. has the door wide open to his office, I think.
0: I don't know. I, it might be wide open, but I, I imagine Buck just bursts through the door. That's true. Yeah, it's still a big improvement for Hank. Definitely. And can I say I would love to sit at my desk with two fans blowing directly at my crotch. That sounds so refreshing.
1: I have fantasies about setting up a chair right over an air conditioning vent. <laughs> <laughs> How refreshing.
0: God, nothing's better than a spread eagle air dry. Agreed. <laughs> Gets all the nooks and crannies. Yeah. <laughs> Like a Thomas so, English muffin, <laughs> so dry, so oh, so dry. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, Hank follows the doctor's advice, but he's you know he's embarrassed because everybody starts finding out. Even Buck, you know, all the guys find out. You know, it, it's a it's a sensitive topic for them because they're trying. You know, they're really wanting to get pregnant, and it's you know it's a it's a embarrassing thing for Hank. Time passes. Peggy takes another pregnancy test, and unfortunately, all the work that Hank has been doing, you know, doesn't pay off. She's negative again, and shortly thereafter, I mean, I think moments later, somebody's knocking on the door, and it's Cotton, old daddy, to Hank Hill, Cotton, and he's surprise visit, and he announces that Dee Dee is pregnant. He has gotten Dee Dee pregnant. And she's, not and are, she's not fat. She's not fat. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Right. <laughs> and Hank and Peggy are stunned and pissed off. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. No, no. So preparing for the inevitable, Hank, Peggy, Cotton, and Dee Dee visit Bibs and Cribs, a large baby store. Was that one of your, <laughs> was you know, that one of your trivia? I have other
1: ones. That's fine. <laughs>
0: as i was reading it i was like that's one of our trivia questions i know, <laughs> I, know it. I know i
1: sh- as i was typing it i was like this is She's i'm gonna wasting know my finger power wasting my finger <laughs> i'm wasting my pushes my finite number of pushes in life
0: <laughs> oh, so while they're at the baby store poor hank and peggy have this just uh awkward as fuck interaction with uh one of the the store employees she says to them oh are you just looking or, you know, is it happening? And Peggy kind of stumbles and says, oh, well, no, we're actually going to buy a crib, meaning for Dee mm-hmm. and uh, Cotton. Oh. And the <laughs> the store employee is like, oh, my God, I knew you could do it, mister, to Hank. <laughs> so, you know, Peggy's just, like, spreading around that he's got mm-hmm. a narrow urethra, low sperm count. And she says, oh, my God, you're even showing. <laughs> so... Oh, so what an asshole. So much insult to injury for these two mm-hmm. poor people. While they're there, there's a diaper changing exhibition, I guess, for <laughs> for all the newly expectant fathers. And Cotton starts to have like some sort of war flashback as if all the babies that are in the store are little German and Japanese soldiers and they're coming to get him and he's freaking out. So Cotton's like, I got to go, you know, I got to go get a drink. This is too much for me. So Cotton brings Bobby to a bar (laughs) and uh, Bobby's pounding root beers and Cotton is pounding real beers and he just kind of lays it on Bobby. He's like, you know, I, I'm not ready to have a baby. I'm old as fuck. I don't want to have another kid. I was done raising kids. I didn't even raise Hank basically. Well, he didn't say that, but he should (laughs) have. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) he kind of lets the ball he kind of lets the the secret out to Bobby that Hank and Peggy have been trying for another kid and this kind of freaks Bobby out because he's like oh uh wait a second I'm (laughs) I would have done a lot better if I had known that we would have another kid (laughs) I know his first thought
1: is not oh a brother or or a or a sibling or oh you know uh, I wonder how we'll get along. It's it's immediately, I'm not good enough. I know. So they have to try again.
0: I know. I feel so bad that that's his first thought. I know, poor Bobby. I know. After this uh, bar interaction, everybody's back at the house, and Bobby comes out into the. <laughs> Hank's sitting on a magnet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess that's to like draw the spermies out. Ew. Ew. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> i don't mean to keep saying spermies
1: (laughs) no 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 i mean if magnets have anything to do with it then are people more fertile at the north pole or the south pole (laughs) are sperm like little compasses where they just point i don't know i don't know how they work and i don't i don't want to learn i'm sorry (laughs) i asked the question i don't even want to know
0: sorry go on (laughs) (laughs) those seals in the north pole are full of jizz they're just just shooting machines they clearly (laughs) you need to be closer to your mic it sounds like i'm sorry (laughs) they fuck (laughs) (laughs) thank you people needed to hear that okay (laughs) bobby comes out and he's like hey dad what are you doing and do you want to, I don't know, I can't remember what he says, like play baseball or, you know, build something, something that Hank would be interested in. He's trying to like convince Hank that they don't need another kid because Bobby, I, I'm just, I'm all you need. I promise I'll do what you like. I, you know, I won't do <laughs> magic shows anymore or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, Hank realized he's like, Bobby, you're amazing. And that's why we want to have another kid because you're so great, which is the perfect thing to say, honestly. Like, I he, know. He did a great job with that response good yeah, job wonderful hank. and then as they're in the middle of the conversation Dee, Dee comes tiptoe running in i love it so much hank hank cotton has run away <laughs> she's so funny i love her and, and hank's like are you sure and she says oh yes he made me put the his his uh, suitcases into the car before he left <laughs> god she's so pregnant I know! She should not be carrying anything heavier than, like, two pounds. (laughs) (laughs) They all have to go on a a search for Cotton. You know, last episode it was a search for Ladybird, and now it's a search for another old bat, Cotton. (laughs) They all kind of gather back at the house after they've been uh, wandering around looking for stuff, or looking for stuff, looking for Cotton, and there's a message on the answering machine, and it's Cotton. And he says... You know, I, I'm leaving and you're going to have to raise the baby. I'm not going to do this, but don't try and find me. And then Bobby, the little genius that he is, trying to prove his worth again, <laughs> poor thing, he's like, dial star 69. We can find out, you know, where he was. So they do. They get in touch with, I don't know who. I imagine it was a payphone because back in the day, during that time, there were payphones all over the place. Oh, so yeah. I imagine it was some creep standing out a payphone. Waiting for I don't know something, and he just answers it, and it's so creepy. He's like, "Hello, yeah, <laughs> who is this? Who's this?" <laughs> it's such a creepy exchange. Mm-hmm. So they find out that they're in that Cotton is in Vegas. He's run away to Vegas, accompanied by Dale and Bill. Hank sets off for Las Vegas to find his long lost father. His lost father, long lost. I know. I don't know. To find his daddy. All right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. his. Short, lost father. (laughs) Yeah. There, the threesome visit every strip club in town. They're looking for for Cotton, so they're they're going to all the strip (laughs) clubs first. And, of course, Hank is uh, too scared to even open his eyes in one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They don't find him. Can't find him at the strip clubs, and they're just like, well, I don't know where the hell he might be. Hank gets a clue to Cotton's whereabouts, where he might be, because there is a sign on one of the taxis for the andrew sisters which we Mm. know is one of cotton's favorite bands they go see this amazing show put on by an andrew sisters tribute group Mm -hmm. and one of the performers tells hank that yes indeed i did see that man he slapped my ass uh after the show and then he freaked out because it turns out that i am i'm a man i'm doing drag (laughs) And he was wildly attracted to me. So he had to go destroy things to make himself feel manly again.
1: I wish he really had said that. And it turns out that I'm (laughs) actually a man. (laughs) And
0: Funny story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the tall and short of it. (laughs) Is that he was terrified of his boner for me. Yeah. So he ran away and he destroyed things. So they go to, you know, they continue going to casinos and everything. Hank is frustrated and they're at the, they're at some, I don't know, penny slots or something. And Dale says some ridiculous thing like, be careful. The electromagnetic pole of these slots are going to fuck up your sperm count. And He's just like, I'm not even trying for a baby anymore. Peggy and I had an argument about this. We're, we're done. We're not doing this. And also leave me the fuck alone. I want to be alone. So... Hank goes to a bar, grabs a beer, and then he sees, like, a booster seat being brought out. And he's like, wait a second, do you guys allow children in here? And they said, absolutely not. 21 and up only. And he realizes that's gotta be for my dad. Why do they have booster seats there, then? Uh, I don't know. Uh, They probably had to bring it from the restaurant
1: next door. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm asking all the right questions this
0: episode. They're good. I have no answer for them. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Those are my favorite ones where I just sit in silence. (laughs) I'm just like, eh, that's a
1: thinker. Hmm, A thinker, and who cares?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Hank follows the booster seat, and he watches as Cotton is put into it. He's playing, I don't know, what is it, craps or something? Roulette? Yeah. Something you throw like dice that. at a big bowl table. Right. Isn't that... I think that's craps. Yeah. Which, what a name. I never
1: understood I know. it. I don't understand. Oh, I wonder how it got its name. Craps. How am I going to Google
0: this? Why is it called craps? <laughs> Why is what called craps? <laughs> Why is
1: it called craps? It's, called
0: it's named after,
1: like, Jeffrey Craps.
0: <laughs> Inventor of the game. Okay. The name craps derives from the French word crapod meaning toad which is probably a reference to the way players would squat down to shoot dice on the streets when craps tables were unavailable oh okay it just naturally evolved into craps that's cute (laughs) okay so they're at the craps table cotton's like you know you're not taking me back you know, I, I'm i staying here, whatever. And Hank says, whatever, I don't care. I just came to tell you that you won. We're not, you know, Peggy and I aren't having, trying for a baby anymore. And, you know, like, you're, you're gonna, you win, like, best dad or whatever. Like, most able to father a child award. And Cotton says, well, you're not in a competition with me. He's like, if it was a competition on who's the better daddy, you win by far. And mm. he's right, but then he says it in such an awful way. Because <laughs> he says... He says, you know, you made Bobby. All I made was you. Uh, <laughs> I
1: lo- that touched my heart. And even though it was uh a jab at Hank, it was so true. Yeah, Bobby's amazing. Well, Hank is Hank is great too, despite yeah. uh Cotton. But I mean it was just it it was a unusually sweet moment for Cotton. Yes. Yeah.
0: One of his redeeming moments. Yeah,
1: but I I, I believe this one more. There are other ones where he has, quote unquote, redeeming moments. And I'm just like, he wouldn't say that in real life. I just don't believe that. But this one, I believe, is something he would say because we know he loves Bobby Mm -hmm. so much. And it's almost, I guess my bar for him is so low, it's touching that he loves Bobby. His, His love for Bobby is greater than his disdain for Hank. Very
0: good point
1: and in a way that's beautiful but also terrible for Hank. <laughs> but like to the point where he's willing to admit that he's not as good as Hank because he loves Bobby so much.
0: Right. Like uh, Hank Hank provided such an amazing child. He was able to help create such an amazing human. Yeah, which is Bobby. Which Bobby is mm-hmm. an amazing human. He's great. Yeah. Cotton then agrees to return home, but first, you know, Hank's like, "All right, let's go." And he's like, "Well, hold on. Nobody knows that you found me. Let's uh Let's have a little fun in Las Vegas, you know, father-son style. Of course, Something that I'm sure Hank is just always wanting. So he's like, okay, sounds great. And mm-hmm. then instantly, Cotton, <laughs> I assume, gets detained and arrested for just losing his shit because he lost at the craps table. And he just storms the table, kicks things over. And we, our last shot is watching him getting taken down by security guards at the casino. Mm. And that's it yay well done amy thank you thank you thank you so jackie um i was talking to you earlier normally we record these on thursdays or fridays and it is monday the night before this podcast is due yeah uh, all of our listener teachers are gonna they're gonna tell it's sloppy but <laughs> sorry it's plagiarized to hell i don't
1: know you did great with what you had. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so I, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, I can't really remember everything that I wrote down. So this is like all brand new to me. So. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm remembering stuff. Awesome. <laughs> One of my notes just says I worked at motherhood maternity for a second job and I friggin love the nursing bras. <laughs> what? Why? Because they're, like, they're so comfortable. I, the ones that I got were, like, the thinnest of bras. You know, they're basically just a piece of cloth that you wear over your your taters. And <laughs> uh, you, you could just easily pull them apart, and then your titties would be out. Not, hey. I don't know, I wasn't showing them to anyone. <laughs> it just, you know, they were comfy. It was, it was a good sleeping bra. Even though I don't like wearing bras to sleep. But, you know, it it was fine if I needed it. Like, if I was in a hotel room with someone else and didn't want to wake up with a titty hanging out of the neck hole of my shirt. Mm -hmm. I'd put one on.
1: Well, you sold me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go check out Motherhood Maternity. They're really comfy. (laughs) (laughs) So, how about you? What are some of your, your favorite moments from the episode?
1: Well, um... One of the first things I wrote was I love, well, I not love, but find it interesting that the subject of Peggy's scrapbooking has come up before. And Mm -hmm. again, in this episode, we see her, I think, scrapbooking her quote-unquote failed pregnancy tests. Like just keeping, taping each one into uh, some kind of a log.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the book, when she closes it, it says family memories on it. (laughs) So it's like a, yeah, it's like a scrapbook that she's doing. And I'm like, oh my God, I <laughs> I love it. <laughs> she scrapbooks everything, I guess. Yeah, she keeps a, You could never get away with anything. She keeps everything. She keeps all her receipts. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Um, There's
1: one quote that I like by Hank. It's after Cotton has gotten to the house and they're all having dinner. And they're talking about, Hank's talking about how old Cotton is and, he's just like, you know, it's not very often that a man of 75 fathers a child. I mean, when the boy's 18, you'll be, and then Cotton cuts him off, and he's just like, I'll be dead. Pass the beans.
0: <laughs> That's a great Cotton impression.
1: <laughs> I, I really like that
0: quote. I'll be dead. past the beans. I, I love his honesty. He's right. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. gonna be, you're gonna be dead as fuck, my friend. Mm-hmm. And then there's another... um
1: couple of quotes I wrote down it's an exchange between Hank and Bill and uh, it's when the guys are outside in the alley and they're talking about Cotton being uh, about to have another child and how Hank is also trying to have a child and Bill says your baby and Cotton's baby you know if you have a if you have a kid your baby and Cotton's baby can play together and Hank says, "Damn it, Bill." And then he tries to change the subject and he turns to his dad and he says, "So, dad, you must be pretty happy about them executing that woman in Huntsville." <laughs> I know I love that. <laughs> I just thought I just thought that was so funny is that, <laughs> "Dad, you must be pretty happy about them executing that woman that in woman. Huntsville." <laughs> um, I bet he was. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet he was. You mentioned how there's that one part where every you know Hank wants to keep the fact that they're trying to have a kid uh, a secret. Meanwhile, everyone is not just talking about them having a kid, but talking about his low sperm count and everything Mm -hmm. like that. And uh, it just everywhere he goes, everyone seems to know something about it. And then he goes to the guitar shop, and the guy that works at the guitar tells him to take like a, a he's just like peaches. Peaches. I used to have a low sperm count. Trust me, peaches. And Hank's like, I don't know. And then the guy's just like, you take a bath in peaches.
0: <laughs> just like- right. You don't even eat them. It's not even about like <laughs> yeah. putting them in you. It's just like putting your balls in peach soup. Yeah. <laughs> just sit them. Just sit in them.
1: And then I had other other stuff, but we pretty much talked about all of it, except uh. there's one- Another quote by Cotton, he's just talking about Hank's narrow urethra, and he's just like, I ain't got a narrow ureti." He gets that from his mother. Mine's so damn wide, I could pass the child myself if I want to. <laughs> just picturing uh, urethra that wide is so nasty. Oh, horrific. My God. The only other thing I wrote was just poor Peggy, because mm. I just... Her hopes getting, I mean, it's not a focus of the episode, but her hopes getting up again about having another child and then basically having Hank decide that, no, we're not going to have another child. Right. We should yeah. be grateful for the one we have and let that
0: be that. It was just another, you know, his pride is hurt. So he takes it out on her. I do kind of like when she was like, well, what about all the work we've done? And he's like, you, We? He's like, I haven't seen you done any do, any- do anything.
1: <laughs> like, and she's like, it's not easy for me to watch you wear shorts and sit
0: in ice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like, she's like, do you do you think I want to watch that outside my kitchen window? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> she's like, yeah, you look dopey in shorts, but I mean, <laughs> we're trying. <laughs> yeah, I have to look at you. I, I it's hard for me too. <laughs> you don't think I'm embarrassed? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god. Well, what are
0: some of uh, your favorite moments? Those are uh, those are all of mine. Tell me some so of yours. I, okay, so I've got a Peggy one and it's, you know, after Hank gets his sperm count results back and she goes, "Now Hank, just because you scored 8 million on your sperm test does not mean that you did not give 110 million percent. I give you an A for effort." <laughs>
1: A 110 million
0: percent <laughs> on your sperm test <laughs> just that made me laugh so hard it's like oh my god god okay um let's see i love when they're when they're all when when hank's outside and he's it's the first time that he's wearing those little dopey ass shorts and all the guys are just like yep yep Mhm. Uh okay and Bill's, you know, he says like, "Well, you know, I would have if I had known that we could wear shorts, I would have appreciated a phone call and and everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, man." And Dale just goes, "I too am hurt." <laughs> 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 um and Buck, of course, another great line from him where he's he bursts in on Hank with in the wind tunnel what you know mm-hmm. I'm sitting in a wind tunnel? You got the prickly heats? <laughs> and then Hank's just, he tries to brush it off. Like, oh, I'm just trying to dry all the ink on these sales forms that I have. And I know, he's smooth. like, he says, uh, well, he says, oh, I'm just trying to be kind or whatever. I saw the insurance forms from your weenie doctor. <laughs> <laughs> your weenie doctor. <laughs> There's another little scene <laughs> where Peggy, you know, th- this is after they've tried everything. And she's taking another pregnancy test and she comes out and Hank's like, well, what's the result? And she's like, we have 20 more seconds. And then she starts to give this speech and she's like, you know, even if it's not pregnant, then I know I'm not pregnant, then I know that we can really try and I'm really proud of you. And then all of a sudden, Hank just is like, that's 20 seconds. Yeah. It's <laughs> just been Straight seconds. up cuts her off. Like, stop. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Peggy. this <laughs> I love that they keep with the, you know, with the whole line of, of not line, but the whole running visual thing where Luann's hair is growing out. Like, it's not all of a sudden really long and back to normal. Like, it's still, it's this super cute little haircut that she has. I love it. It's so cute. And I love that they were smart enough and consistent enough to, like, keep it going to where her hair has to, like, slowly grow out.
1: Yes, I meant to write that down and I forgot, but... Yeah, we we're we seeing, especially since last episode, her hair has grown out a little bit. And yeah, she's got this kind of, uh, like, what is it called? Baby bangs? And it's like yeah. some kind of like page boy 90s haircut. It's so cute.
0: Yeah, it looks really good on her. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I have like two more things. I love that you see like this overhead shot of Peggy, Hank, and a couple of the guys and Bobby. This is after Cotton has run away. And he's like, I got to go to Vegas. And you see Hank and Peggy just like vigorously shaking hands as he's getting ready to leave. I didn't see that. I missed it. Yeah, it's just this really quick little scene. It's like you see an overview. You're like looking from above and you see his truck and he's like got a suitcase and he's ready to go. And he's like just shaking Peggy's hand goodbye. Oh, man. (laughs) And the last one that I have is when Hank is at the casino and he goes – to a table, people are playing. I don't know, they're playing something. And he just goes, Excuse me, folks, have any of you seen an old man about yay high possibly shouting obscenities? <laughs> and the dealer is just like, Welcome to my world. <laughs> 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 Which I feel like is anybody in the service industry. <laughs> yes. Oh my like, God. Yeah, no, I, I. Millions in one day. I can't really specifically tell you one. <laughs>
1: You just described my life.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So that's pretty much all I got. And I also put, I love a pool bar. I don't know where that came from. Oh, yeah. When
1: uh, that little montage where they're all looking around and you see Hank showing Cotton's picture to the bartender and the bartender shakes his head and then you see Hank, I think he puts the picture in his mouth and then he starts to swim away and you realize, oh, he's in a pool. Yes,
0: that's right. I was like, why did I say that? Because I've said it so many times in the last two weeks, but, uh, I do love a pool bar. Even if it's a bar, just buy a pool. Not even. In Have it. you ever been in one? No, just like ones that are right by it.
1: I haven't been in one either, but I only just found out a few years ago that uh, I think the majority of people pee in pools. Yeah,
0: no, I definitely no. Do. I,
1: I grew up. I mean, I grew up, my siblings and I got out of the pool to pee. I never peed in a pool that's crazy you got out of the pool to pee other people are swimming and like putting that water in their eyes and their mouth you're gonna pee in it well
0: one you shouldn't be opening your damn eyes underwater and also the chlorine in it it's instantly done it's gone it's gone i do it all the time yeah i do it so our our good friend faith jackie you know faith has a pool and i'm constantly pissing in that and she's always like are you peeing i'm like yes i'm peeing what are you what are you talking about of course i'm peeing i've i've drank 20 beers and i haven't gotten out once obviously i've been pissing this whole time <laughs> are you sure it just
1: it just takes care takes care of it it just disappears the
0: pee i like to think so okay <laughs> i'm not positive but chlorine is pretty powerful stuff. I mean, it kills algae and I'm definitely not pissing out algae. Okay. <laughs> well, then just
1: nat- I have to believe that at those pool bars, if you're sitting at that bar, you're just pissing every two seconds
0: for sure. You're so free. Oh. You're drunk. Oh. You're in a pool. Why are you going to get out? No way. My God. It's like, I do like this spinning motion where I spin back and forth in the water, yeah, <laughs> you look horrified. <laughs> no, I do like that. I do like that. I do like a spinning motion, as if I'm like washing it out of me.
1: I like to do that, but I like to uh, kind of dunk down in the water till it's up to my shoulders. That way, a little bit of my hair touches the water, and then I like turn Ooh. and I can kind of watch my hair go back and forth, and it feels like I'm a mermaid. Mmm,
0: I love that. So, okay, listen, everyone, if you have not pissed in the pool tell us and if you have also tell us i think it's foul but apparently everyone <laughs> <does> it. <laughs> disrespectful i mean if you were telling Rude. me that people were taking a dump in a pool i would be like yeah how dare you you filthy animal but peeing i mean come on you can drink your pee
1: i don't okay. suggest
0: it i'm just saying that you can if you
1: wanted to, you'd probably be fine, is basically what you're saying.
0: Like, in a life-or-death situation, if you're in the desert and you are going to pee you and you might also not have any water for a long time, you might as well just drink it. And it's
1: hydrating? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> you don't
0: look sure. I'm positive. All right. I just, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's okay to pee in a pool. I do remember all those urban myths, though, that they used to say for, like, public pools where it was, like, they had this special chemical that if you peed in it, it would turn purple around you. So that was, like, a way to, like, keep people from peeing in a pool, but none of that's true. Oh my God. Public I pools, I mean, people are pooping <laughs> in them. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I wasn't really ever in a public pool because I had a pool at my house because I was rich. No. <laughs> Just kidding. I was not. But from what I've heard that was one of the stories that they would say. It's like you can't you can't be in this it'll like you'll be shamed out of this pool, this public pool. Yeah. Have you ever pooped in a pool? No. <laughs> no, I've never pooped in a
1: pool. <laughs> All right. My sister did. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, I'm sorry, but <laughs> It was at a water park and of course she was, you know, a toddler or something, but uh, she went into like the kiddie pool and came back and was just like, I pooped and they (laughs) had to leave and they found out later that they had to drain the water park. (gasps) The whole water park? I don't know. Maybe just a section of it, but still. the kiddie pool area. (laughs) They had to close it off. Oh, so I've I've talked to people who have pooped in the ocean and I don't know how you can do it. I know, I have as well. We know that
0: person. (laughs) We're talking about the same person. When I say
1: people, I mean the one person.
0: (laughs) I mean the one. And I was always so shocked by that. (laughs) Yes, it was shocking. (laughs) It is shocking. I was like, I'm sorry, you dumped in the ocean? You know, because I like to get a good grip on a toilet while (laughs) while I'm dumping. So I can't imagine being that, like, Floaty and free. It doesn't no. it seems like it would be way harder. Like you'd and have of to course, be swimming with your legs as far apart as you can, maybe even pulling your butt cheeks apart. You better pray it's, it's t- solid. Yeah, right. I know. And the second it comes out in
1: those like that wavy water, it's gonna bump you in the leg. It's it's guaranteed. Going to, yeah,
0: it's not gonna get away from you as much as you think it is. God <laughs> So no body of water is safe is what we're saying. Well, anyway, I okay. Let's get don't think one.
1: I'll attend a water, a pool bar anytime soon. You're missing out just
0: because you're scared of a little bit of pee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll go and I'll love it and I'll just pee every 10 seconds. You'll,
0: yeah, you're going to be like, why haven't I been doing this the whole time? I feel so free. All free-y. right, you talked me into it. You're going to feel so free. I'm proud of you. Thank you. All right. Let's get into some listener comments. I think we have a song. Oh. I know we have a song. So this one is from Tommy D. And the subject says, Listener comment song by Bill Dottereve. Ooh. Oh. And the body says, Shout out from Canada. My favorite podcast of all time. Oh, Tommy. You're too sweet. Okay, you ready? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Someone's
1: got this new comment, I wonder. Someone's got this new comment, I wonder. I can't eat you. Someone's got new comment, I
0: wonder. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Tommy. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy slash Bill.
1: Thank was you. Wonderful. That was so good.
0: Ooh. Oh my god, that's hilarious! What a, talent. <laughs> what a talented Tommy. Talented Tommy. Oh, TT. So, Mozzie C one thirty seven. This is interesting. They just say, uh, "We got pregnant the moment we stopped trying. The pressure was off. Just sexy time." I think, I think that's pretty common. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm.
1: That's mm-hmm. why I'm always trying to have a baby when I have sex. Just to be safe,
0: <laughs> every every time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as much stress as possible on my body. It's very stressful. It's never fun. Just stress.
1: Shokaiyo, our good friend, <laughs> said, "I thought it was interesting that Bobby said this time they can get it right," talking about his parents uh, wanting to have a baby, and and I was just like, "Why would his brain immediately jump there?" Well shakao Shakayo also submitted a, a follow-up comment about how hank always says that boy ain't right oh my god so maybe there's a connection there i didn't even think of that oh that's so
0: smart yeah
1: and so sad it's so sad
0: oh poor bobby becca thunderdome says Hank, I'm in love. That was the finest deep dish pizza I've ever tasted. <laughs> Bill coming out of a strip club. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Some tribe. Cotton's little chuckle before screaming about his wide, gaping urethra. <laughs> a lot of people commenting on Luann's cute short hair. Don't call Who me know? Caitlin. Love, Appleman. Mozzie, C137. I think that's all of them. But cute. Martin of the
0: waking universe, I'm willing to drink a beer you sat on. I'm just not willing to reach for it. <laughs> <laughs> His wolf mother says
1: Nancy laughing at Peggy because Nancy thinks that an MRI and a Doppler radar are the same thing. <laughs> I love how shirt confident she is. I know. They're the same thing, shug. Oh, shug.
0: <laughs> Simpsons Simpson fights do you want it done fast or do you want it done right? <laughs> Ain't trying to crank one out.
1: DXR underscore 30 says, When Luanda scores a date with the police officer while looking for cotton. Luanda. I'm guessing you mean Luan. Yes. Luanda. But, oh, I do she. love that. <laughs> New character. Crime's Universe says Hank putting the pine tree scented car air freshener in the baby's diaper. Ugh. Baby diapers smell so bad. Just
0: just unbelievable.
1: I've never, I've never changed a baby's diaper.
0: It's alarming. Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad, but it's like, my God. The first time I did it, I was absolutely terrified. I was like, I'm going to do something terribly wrong. It's actually pretty easy.
1: Yeah, just, I think I would be nervous about diaper rash. Yeah, just
0: make sure you wipe front to back and also put on all that desitin cream. Slather it on. You got it. This also applies to you when you put on your diapers, Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) And just out
1: of curiosity, how much desitin for an adult (laughs) beehole?
0: I'm asking for my friend.
1: A good palmful. A palm-sized gob. One palm-sized gob. Ah, Got it. it.
0: (laughs) KK Transponder, if it's a contest on who's the better daddy, you win. You made Bobby. All I made was you. (laughs) Thunder Muffin says, Peaches, Hank.
1: Love Applement makes a really good point that Hank and Peggy flew a doctor in from Calcutta. Is that
0: actually true or was that just a rumor that people were spreading? Oh, good point. Because I can't imagine them doing that. I don't even know where Calcutta is. (laughs) Where is it? American public schooling. That failed us. We didn't learn
1: geography or civics. No. Oh, it's in India. Oh, that makes sense. Well, that leads me to our guest star this episode, Mm. who plays, I feel like I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but it plays Dr. Rajav Budimanjur. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. But that is voiced by actor Iqbal Taba. I might be pronouncing that wrong, too. But I looked up, I, I mean, I didn't recognize the name, but I looked up his picture. And of course, I know who he is. Oh, and yeah, he's yeah. been in a ton of stuff. Um, Glee, the Kite Runner, Transformers, Dark of the Moon. Well, I don't know that one. Cool. Yeah. And he voices their doctor.
0: Oh, that's nice. We got, a, we got a guest star. Yeah.
1: But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh,
0: no, we're comments. good. Dodger Gal 81 says, when Peggy gets upset at Cotton having a baby and getting a Vegas vacation <laughs> in the same year. <laughs> <laughs> I want to end this soon because I'm seeing a trivia question and I'm, I'm going to be very angry. Got it. All right, let's end it. All right, we're done. Stop submitting trivia questions as listener comments, guys. Ruining it. All right. Let's do this. Let's do... Thank you for your listener comments, everyone. Thank you. Preach. All right.
1: You ready for trivia? How many questions do you have? I got two.
0: Me too. Let's do it. All right. You go first. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with a with a toughie. When Bobby dials star 69, a man picks up and Hank asks where he's located. On the corner of what and what street is this weird man at? Maine and Vegas Boulevard? No. <sighs> no. Sierra and Flamingo. Oh. Yeah, that was the tough one.
1: Good one, good one, good one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, you want to go next? Okay. Okay. Amy. Yes. What is the percentage of man-made fibers in Hank's fuel filters? 12. No.
0: Damn. It's 30%. 30? Mm-hmm. Dang. Mm-hmm. All right, I got another one. Mm-hmm. Jackie. Yeah. What magazine does Hank request when he's trying to rub one out?
1: Oh, uh, what is it?
0: Tractors and trailers. (laughs) Pretty close. Popular mechanics. Ah. (laughs) Ooh, that's a good one. All right.
1: Last question. You got another? Yeah, okay. Yes. (laughs) Amy what (laughs) peaches come in a can who put them there they were put
0: there by a man in a factory factory. (laughs) (laughs) all right
1: trivia done last question what's the next episode
0: Ooh, Peggy's pageant fever. Ooh. We get some Primo Peg in this episode. She's annoying. She's insufferable, full of herself, and hilarious. Can't wait. PP. Primo Peg. PP primo alert. i Peg. <laughs> Got that PP.
1: <pee-pee. laughs> I'm excited. Yay. Yay. All right. Jackie, final
0: thoughts, anything you want to say?
1: I, you know, I, the only thing that really stood out to me this episode was that you know we it's no secret that we don't really care for cotton but this mm-hmm. if i had to pick a favorite cotton episode so far i think this is it i normally end up hating him and so many of the other ones um right. but i actually was able to form a very minor human connection with him this episode mm-hmm.
0: uh so yeah so there's that yeah i would agree with that um He's he's a lot more human in this episode. Like, mm-hmm. he's scared of having another child. He's old as fuck, and he recognizes that. Mm. Although he's not that old. seventy five's not, you know. Ab- I mean, it is to have a baby, for sure. So he recognizes that. He's a little bit more human. He's a little bit more vulnerable. Uh, even though, of course, he goes about it in, you know, kind of an unhealthy way. That's fine. We all have our unhealthy coping mechanisms. So, yeah, I would agree. I also uh you know definitely like cotton a lot more in this episode i would also say that i also want to add that i really appreciate hank's willingness in this episode to try to at least do some things that he normally would never ever do yeah proud of him this episode you know i just i really think bobby has such a profound impact on him you know in ways that he wouldn't expect yeah who's raising who Right. He's he's a little bit more of an open person because of because of Bobby and also Peggy, but mainly I think Bobby. I'd agree with that. Yeah. All right, Jack. Let's let's end this. All right. Well, uh
1: please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Yes. Join our Patreon. Yes. Follow us on Instagram, HoyaPod. Pod. Mm-hmm. Follow our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Call us on our voicemail and email us at hello at com. That's right. And until next time.
0: Vaya Vaya con Dios. Dios. Peaches come <laughs> from can. Do you know that I have a song called Kitty? And in the background, the entire time, the other people in the band just go, meow, meow. (laughs) That whole era
1: of time. That song, I don't know if it's exactly around the same time, but it makes me think of that Harvey Danger song, Flagpole Sitter. Remember that? I know
0: those names, but I can't remember it. It was, uh, what?
1: I had visions, I was in them. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, They live in clearer. The Raptness and Evil and Me. Oh my God! You know all and the it, words.
1: Oh yeah, I love that song, and it made me think of um, uh, what is that song? Uh, put uh, what is it? The Pussy Song by Lords of Acid. I wanna see your pussy. Show it to me. I don't know that one. I wanna see your pussy. Everybody says it's nice. <laughs> Can I come and visit? I'll be at your house tonight. Hey, oh my god! It's new touch. It's about a cat, but mm, you sure. know, it's great. Mm-hmm.
0: Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you gotta end it, Jack.
1: End it. Something- end it. End it. End it. <laughs>